You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Ion Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots. Brought to you by Mass Live. Welcome back to Ion Foxborough. Chris Mason, Mark Daniels, Karen Gregan. We are here in Indy at the Combine. This episode almost didn't happen, not because of any sort of technical difficulty but because there were tornado sirens going off at 2 in the morning last night. I'm tired. I'm tired, guys. We had tornado sirens, I'd say, around 1.32, and then Gerard Mayo talked at 8 a.m. So, yeah. Oh, we're... You're forgetting, too. We also got stuck in an elevator. We, we, we got <laughs> stuck in an elevator. Yeah. I hit the emergency call button, um, but we got out of the elevator. That's we why did. we're here. Yeah. If, we, if we were still in the elevator, we would have recorded this podcast from that elevator. We wouldn't have missed this. But we are loving it in Indy. <laughs> Other than that, it's been great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you get an elevator pod, you know why. But we did mercifully make it to Gerard Mayo's availability this morning. He spoke for seven minutes. Um, answered some. I, I thought he was in lockstep a lot with what Elliot Wolf said yesterday. But there were a few things that kind of jumped out. Mark, what's the first thing that really jumped out to you? I, I would start with Mike Uwenu and Kyle Duggar, guys. It's clear the Patriots have a lot of cap space. And I think initially going into this week, I think we all assume the Patriots would be very busy and free agent with external guys. However, after speaking with Elliot Wolf and Gerard Mayo, it seems very clear to me, Karen, that Michael Wenu and Kyle Duggar, it seems like they're top priorities right now. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, I don't, you know, dispute, the, you know, or disagree with the fact that they should bring both of these uh, players back. I'm, I'm a big proponent of Mike and Wenu in particular, again, because they don't they don't have any tackles of note or worth. Um, he's young and he's very, very good. He he's position versatile. He can play guard, he can play tackle, he can do both well. And um with a new quarterback, whether it's a rookie or somebody else, you need to protect them. So you need to, you know, start with re-signing on Wenu. Duggar is also another good homegrown talent. Uh, they do have 
you know, they, they do have some depth at safety, but I, I think he stands a lot for what, you know, Gerard Mayo represents, you know, as a player. So yeah, I can totally see that. And am I wrong here, Chris, or is Mike Uenu the Patriots top priority? It sort of seems like he's number one on the list. It really does. Um, Especially because Gerard seems to be doubling down on the, like, we need to extend our own guys, which Elliot Wolf started earlier in the week when he's talking about the Packer way. This is how they've done it, draft, develop, and then extend. It really does seem like they know that they need to bring Mike Uenu back. But I thought it was really interesting that it doesn't seem like Gerard Mayo wants to use the franchise tag. And he kind of brings an ex-player's perspective to that, where when he was on the Patriots roster, he was never tagged, but five of his teammates were during that stretch. And a lot of times, those guys don't like the tag. You know, they're ready to hit free agency. They're ready to go. And a tag can sour some long-term relationships. So, Karen, do you think that they should, like, hesitate to use the tag on one if they can't get it done? Or do you think they should still just tag him and then, like, throw sore feelings aside? Well, I think I think they should use it as a last resort. I mean, if I mean they absolutely need this player. And I I think the hope is, you know, you you reach an agreement and you don't have to tag him. But when push comes to shove, you know, too bad about hard feelings. They need this player, you tag him, but you also tag him with the hopes of that also buying time for you to to uh, put together an extension. I agree. And this is what Mayo said. He said, quote, that's always an option. But at the same time, with guys like that, you want those guys to be happy. You want them to be here long term. So that's the plan. So I think with Mike, I think it's very clear the Patriots don't want to lose him. I do. Th- I'm I'm of the opinion that the Patriots would franchise him if they can't reach a, an extension before, you know, free agency officially opens up in a couple of weeks. But I think if that happens, it's just going to result in them ultimately working out a contract extension. I agree. And it's definitely more complicated right now because he did recently fire his agents, you know, and like any momentum they might have been building towards kind of stops in its tracks when it's like, all right, you're starting up from square one right now. So I think that's complicated things. Yeah. One more thing that I think it's kind of important. Um, I think it's important for the new regime to show um, that players in the system going into their second contract it was almost automatic they wouldn't get resigned under right. the Bill Belichick regime. And I think it's important for them to show, hey, if you do well in your first four years, you know, we're going to show good faith in you and extend you. And I think that sends a message to the locker room. I definitely you know? agree with that. And like the name that jumped out to me, was Jacoby Myers as a quintessential, right. like, why yeah. didn't you extend this guy? And I wonder if Gerard felt that way when he saw him leave, saw the wide receiver struggle the way he did. It's just like, all right, why wouldn't you have done that? And, and when you talk about setting a new culture, you want to keep the guys in your organization who represent that culture. And from everything we're hearing, it's Michael Wenu and Kyle Duggar. They represent what Gerard Mayo wants to do. So it's clear right now at the Combine, I think, that they, they are the priorities for the Patriots. Basically, whether it's Elliot or mostly Gerard, you have to back up what you're preaching. So Exactly. Um, the other comment that really grabbed attention, well, the to backtrack a little, Elliot Wolf's comment on Tuesday that grabbed a lot of attention was, quote, it's more of an open, less hard-ass type of vibe in the building. And Gerard Mayo seemed to walk back that hard-ass vibe comment today where he really, I, I think he wanted to make it clear that they're not trying to throw shade at Bill Belichick when they're doing right. this. I mean, I think everyone read there's not a hard-ass vibe a certain way. How could you not? But today, today Gerard said, look, it's going to be different. 
But at the same time, I would say Bill did a great job for a long period of time. I don't want you guys to take this as because we're changing shots towards the previous regime. We will do it differently. It'll feel different. But at the end of the day, we would like to replicate the success that the prior regime has had. I learned a lot from Bill and also his staff. But now we'll see what this chapter looks like in the franchise. Mark, what did you make of this? I mean, listen, people inside Gillette Stadium have respect for Bill Belichick. He's the greatest head coach of all time. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. And they don't want people to think that they're just dumping on him right now. Even though I, I understand from the outside looking in, that's what it appears to be, Karen. It, you hear Elliot Wolf's comment. It's like, wow, Patriots and, and employees. And as we've heard, people were unhappy but what happened here today with Gerard Mayo was them clearly being like, all right, let's pump the brakes. We want to show some respect to the guy who brought six banners to Gillette Stadium. Yeah, I mean, it could be exactly how they feel and their their shots weren't so veiled or at least the one that <laughs> Elliot Wolf delivered yesterday. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of the stuff that first time or rookie GMs, head coaches, you know, kind of take these type of shots at the previous regime. And it's one thing if you believe it, but it's another thing if you openly portray it. And especially with a head coach that won six Super Bowls. Do you think Mayo's comments that I make any difference? Or do you think the toothpaste is kind of out of the tube with exactly. Elliot saying what he said yesterday? Yeah, I think it's flown the coop and... You know, I think they were trying to do damage control, basically. But, you know, that Elliot quote is out there for for good, basically. And, and as he said, they, they want to have similar type of success. So at the end of the day, as, as they say, talk is cheap. What's really going to matter is how Elliot Wolf and Gerard Mayo handled this rebuild and the success they have. You know, you, you might not like, a, you know, you might not like how Bill Belichick handled certain things. If you go out there and you you lose again and again and again, it's really not going to matter. You know what I mean? Like, I understand right. they want to have a more positive, upbeat environment where people enjoy working. That's great. Unless you continuously go under 500 and don't make the playoffs. Right. At the end of the day, there's more important things to be had. And it, it comes in the win loss column. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's OK to think that, you know, Bill Belichick's way had become a little bit outdated, you know, with the current day athlete. And you, you just can't have that hard ass uh, approach, you know, and expect to succeed. And that's not to say that Belichick didn't succeed that way. But I think you have to change with the times. And, you know, with Gerard Mayo, who is only 10 years removed from the, the league, he's closer to the to the, you know, nowadays athlete. And I think he understands what makes athletes tick, perhaps, a, a, a little better uh, in this day and age. But that being said, you know, that doesn't mean you dump on the on the past. Agreed. And the other big news of the day was the NFLPA survey came out oh, and boy. absolutely <laughs> crushed the Patriots. They finished 29th out of the 32 teams. They finished 29th. It was, it was, it was not, it was, it was not great guys. We have we, to be honest. We'll go through and rattle off the grades that the players gave real quick. Let's, let's do this. Let's do the grades in the ranks because this, this is context. It's important. The context is really important guys. So 
players essentially were surveyed through a matter of, I don't know, it might've been three or four months last year. And what the NFL PA did was they recorded all their answers and every team got a grade, but along with that grade, it shows you where the team ranked among other team ranks. So hypothetically in this case, like Bill Belichick got a B minus that actually ranked him 27th in the NFL. So Chris is going to go ahead and, and read you some of these grades and, and ranks and just forewarning it's they're not great. <laughs> Treatment of families F minus, which is 30th out of 32 somehow not 32nd, but food cafeteria uh, B minus that ranked 15th. That was their best grade of any nutritionist dietitian was a B minus, which ranked 20th. The locker room got a C minus that was 20th. The training room got a C, that was 22nd. The training staff got a B minus, that was 25th. The weight room got an F, 32nd. That one was dead last. Um, we'll get into some comments from that too. Strength coaches got a C minus, that was 31st, which apparently people really like strength coaches around the league and the Patriots did not. They moved on from Moses Cabrera. Team travel got a D, that was 24th. Head coach Bill Belichick got a B minus. That was 27th. And team owner Robert Kraft got a D plus, which also ranked 27th. And let's let's dive into one thing here with, with Robert Kraft. And I want to read what the NFLPA wrote about his grade. The players feel the facility has needed significant renovations for a while now, which explains the low grade for club owner Robert Kraft on questions about players having confidence he will invest in their facilities. Now, there's one thing I put out there on Twitter today, and I, I have to be honest, guys, I didn't realize people didn't know this. So the Patriots got an F. They got the worst grade out of every NFL team with their weight room. They're actually right now at Gillette Stadium, they're actually going to have a new weight room. They they are undergoing a series of renovations. And you all, not a lot of you know this, with the new lighthouse. However, players will get a new weight room. So I think Robert Kraft is willing to invest in somewhat. However, I'd say, Karen, this does not reflect um, great on Robert and, you know, his, his status as an owner. Right. And I've, it's also important to point out, they did this survey last year. And you would have think you would have thought that they might have gotten a little, little bit of a wake up call with some of the poor grades they got last year. But I'm looking right at the treatment of families. You can't get much lower than F minus. There yeah, is no bad. grade lower. I mean, they were higher last year, but not by much. But it's like, didn't they see the grade and say, you know what, we we need to improve. We need to do something better instead worse yeah i think the message is they don't really care if they saw the marks last year they were also really bad they're even worse this year you know i, I think that's right. like you know it's, it's not a wake-up call i think they're just hitting the snooze alarm on it yeah. and you've heard over and over and over again that like oh they it's a they had a 250 million dollar renovation and like the crafts invested right. all that money but that renovation is really for the fan experience and the players clearly feel like they're left out of there right like right the, the new lighthouse the atrium all that stuff is to improve the fan experience, which ultimately is going to lead to more revenue for the team. And this is players sounding off about the facilities that they're dealing with inside the walls. They just don't think are good enough. And the NFL PA said they put this together to show free agents. They give essentially free agents a guide and where to sign. That's not great news for the Patriots who have a ton of cap space. I also wanted to look into Bill Belichick's grade. So with each grade, the NFL PA, they did some cool things. They did little write-ups under them, and they told you other marks where people rank. So with Bill Belichick, his B-minus actually graded him 27th out of 32. However, he was 31st in two other categories. Only 55% of players feel that their former head coach, Bill Belichick, was efficient with their time. The only head coach who was worse was Josh McDaniels. Then 
the players feel that Bill Belichick was rarely willing to listen to their locker room. Bill Belichick ranked 31st in that guy's. The only coach lower was Josh McDaniels. Sensing a trend? Yeah, I do. And um, not to foreshadow uh, one of the episodes down the road in the Dynasty series, but we heard some of that, you know, Belichick not really having a grasp on the room. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's it's definitely was an issue. It's an issue with the players. And, you know, it's manifested itself in this survey. And to put it in perspective, Chris, there were only three coaches who received worse grades than Bill Belichick. Um, Arthur Smith, fired by Atlanta. Ron Rivera, fired by Washington. And Josh McDaniels, fired by Las Vegas. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. No, I definitely don't. And I'd be really curious to see, though, like, all right, head coaching stuff aside, how do these facility rankings affect free agency? Do you think they're actually going to impact whether or not players want to come to New England? Or do you think it's going to be like the almighty dollar at the end of the day? If the Patriots overpay or they outbid everyone else, guys are still going to come here. I'm going to be honest. I think if the Patriots give an offer to someone and it's more, they're they're going to take it. There, there are exceptions to the rule when it comes to veteran free agents who want to go somewhere and win a, you know, win a Super Bowl before they retire. But Karen, I honestly think if the Patriots give, say, a receiver – his highest contract offer. He's not going to look at the survey and be like, ah, you know what? I'm going to bypass this money because I don't want to go to the Gillette stadium. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I agree with that. You show them the money, show them the money. They will, <laughs> they will come walking. But I think if, if it's like a tie, the Patriots right. are going to lose on, on all counts. If the money is around the same, uh, the things that are going to sway a free agent are, are the things that this survey talks about. But also the fact this is a four-win team with lots of holes. So I, I don't think players necessarily want to walk into a situation where they're going to lose, 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 lose. And I do think to bring this kind of full circle, a report card like this is part of the reason why I think that you keep hearing Gerard Mayo and Elliot Wolf harp on a new culture and the new culture they want to right. build and they want culture fits and they, they want everyone kind of moving in the right direction. And like, you bring a report card home like this, like mm. my parents would not have been pleased. C's did not fly in the Mason household. So I don't know. I don't know about F minuses. I don't know how the Daniels household feels about those, but uh, wouldn't it wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be great. Even like with the coaching grades, it'll be interesting to me guys a year from now when we're here, you know, at the combine in Indy in 2025 in our penthouse in, in our, in our penthouse and hopefully the elevator gets fixed to see how grades change under Gerard Mayo. Because as we said at the top here, talk is cheap. So if the Patriots are going to change their philosophy, if they're going to change the culture, maybe it'll result in a better report card next year. And I, I think some of that does come down to like coaching performance too, where the best coaching grades in here are Andy Reid, Dan Campbell, yep. and Kevin O'Connell, who the Vikings players really, really seem to like there, even though they haven't had the postseason success yet. Mm. So, I mean, I think winning would go a long way towards doing that, as well as being a player's coach, but it's definitely going to be fascinating to monitor moving forward. Sure. But, all right, another day at the Combine Down. Thanks for following along, and we'll catch you further on down the trail. This has been Ion Foxborough, brought to you by Mass Live.